0: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon.
1: Praise the Lord. Hello everybody and we are back. Your Way with Isaiah 61 This is your host, Pastor Solomon Akwaka from Spirit of the Lord Church And we are at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411 Come by and pay us a visit Sundays at 10.30am We did a remodeling of our sanctuary and it looks great Uh, But the most important thing is that the presence of the Lord has not left us and the presence of the Lord tarries with us and so we can testify to the fact that God continues to show us grace, show us favor, show us mercy. And so you be our guest every Sunday at ten thirty. Or if you want to stop by one of our Bible study sessions, it's Tuesdays at six PM and we share a meal and then we dive into the word. We're having some great conversations about building thriving relationships. Um and you know, the last couple of weeks during Bible study study has have been very, very impactful. In fact, we're getting great feedback. Um, we're having, you know, people come in to join in the conversation. And um, God is doing amazing things by transforming our hearts and minds through His Word. And just amazing things that the Word does um, that we cannot do. We just present and the Spirit of God does the rest. Uh, so come join us Uh, when you can now today i'm just as excited as always but this time it's an excitement because uh, my guest fits right into the bill where um, john quam is no stranger to you know the christian community the kingdom of god here in the twin cities and beyond and he and i uh i i would say we've we've built a thriving relationship and i would say that um john, john is a relationship builder and God has gifted him in that area so welcome john
2: well thank you pastor solomon thank yeah. you for inviting me to share this radio program with you
1: yes it's always a pleasure the last time we came and we talked about march for jesus 2022 and uh we invited people to join us uh, on the streets in their neighborhoods and and at specific locations across the twin cities and that's been your passion that's been your heart you know you were part of the original march for jesus the 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 team that put it together um back in the 80s right or in the 90s 90s, 90s yeah, yeah 90s in the twin cities yeah and um so and since then you've also collaborated with different kingdom projects just reintroduce yourself to the audience
2: sure uh, yes I uh, I actually started my ministry in the country of Brazil um, I'm a graduate of Bethel seminary and uh, soon after that my wife and I and two little kids headed for Brazil in 1970 that'll if you can do the math there, you'll figure out how old I am. Uh, and uh, we spent about 10 years down there and then uh, connected with a number of organizations after we came back in 1980 that had to do with missions and prayer. And that's been my passion, missions and prayer, uh, all the rest of these years. And that's
1: that's amazing. So you you had experience of actually living in a different culture and, and living and breathing, um, the Brazilian culture, right? Yes. Um, and then you had to transition back here when that season was over, but you didn't, you, you've continued in that mission mindset, doing missions in your local, you know, city. Now tell, tell me and, and the audience, what has been, um, what has been the most challenging aspect of, you transitioning back into the states and then, you know, really finding th- that you still have the passion and the heart to continue
2: the mission work. Well, all, all human beings have the same issues, even though they're expressed in different cultures and different uh, social gatherings in different ways, but uh, different political. Uh, situations when we went to Brazil, it was really a dictatorship. It wasn't even a democracy that changed over a few years later. But uh, coming back to the U.S., uh, we had to re- relate to the people where they were in their cultural situation. Yes, you know, but uh, not try to bring what we learned in Brazil back to implant here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. What does God want to do with Americans? And uh, God's done a lot of amazing things, and it's been exciting to do things like the March for Jesus and Lighthouses of Prayer, and a yes. lot of other initiatives that have uh, gone on in the last thirty years, thirty forty years here. Yeah, and and from since I met you back in twenty
1: nineteen and. Um, you know, being a part of the March for Jesus committee here in the Twin Cities, I also noticed how you're engaged in your local church. You know, and and but you still find time to make meaningful connections um, across the Christian community. So, I I see you as um, God planning you on this earth in this part of the the country of the United States to break down barriers in terms of denominations and and doctrines and stuff like that. Um how do you successfully connect with you know pastors, ministers, people from all all walks of life?
2: Well, I I think probably the most important thing is just to try to see people how, how God sees them and not uh not with this religious denomination or this political background, or, you know, God doesn't... That's not the way God views us. Mm. He looks at our heart. He looks at things that matter to us. And uh, I think I got that perspective, really, yeah. in seminary just before I before I, I left for our ministry in Brazil uh, at Bethel Seminary. I went to Bethel. Yeah. And uh, I felt like... Uh, the ministry that we were going to have in Brazil, which is primarily a Catholic country, uh, much more then than it is now, uh, that we would be able to minister not just to uh, the small Protestant church that might be down there, or Evangelical church, but we could minister across the board. Yeah, And so we, we started a, a church that was called the Jesus Community, and... People came from all backgrounds, and it was uh, uh, that's really been built into me from uh, our mission uh, leaders, from my seminary background, and then primarily, I believe, from the Holy Spirit and the study of the Word. That that's the way Jesus did it. <laughs> wow! Wow!
1: Incredible! Incredible! And so, and so with, with that, <clears throat> you also venture into areas as long as it has the the background or the the heart to reach people for christ right and you also uh, collaborate with different ministries um tell me what has been or what would you advise because there are some people that uh just go from relationship to relationship they 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 move on pretty Mm -hmm. quickly uh and there is sometimes reasons or justifications for that um, as, as they would say but you tend to build lifelong
2: connections
1: can you share what is at the
2: core of that yeah I was just telling you what, uh, if you uh, become a friend of mine it's probably a lifelong sentence <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to go on for a long time because yeah i I do uh, value the concept of growing together and uh, building those relationships that that last. Uh, And that means, you know, the expectation is that we will have some times when we disagree, just like in a marriage. You'll have some times that we disagree, a lot, maybe a lot. But you're committed to the relationship. Just like God is committed to his relationship with us, even though we sin, we confess, then we sin again, <laughs> then we confess, or oh, then we <laughs> sin again, and we confess. And he's still committed to us. And I think that's, that's what a relationship that really lasts is like, that we see the value, the high value, of sticking it out, staying together, building a relationship—that's
1: that's yeah. that's, a, that's incredible. Um, so now breaking it down to today's world, um, you know, there's a lot of social media influence, and people communicate more via text and you know um, other ways that are uh, not. Necessarily personal. You no, know, back then there, were, there was like face to face meetings were more commonplace. Uh, but now with, with um, virtual or, you know, just um, other means of communication, sometimes certain things can be misconstrued because when you send a text, you know, it could be viewed differently. Um, how have you adjusted to the changing landscape of? Um, the communication environment and still finding it relevant to build meaningful connections through the years.
2: Well, I do appreciate, you know, social media, uh, Facebook, or wherever the, uh, your preferred social yeah. media is. Uh, it, I like it because it helps me connect with people that I can't actually be with. But when I can actually be, be with someone i someone i don't want to substitute a text or or a facebook picture for actually giving somebody uh, a a real hug (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and saying how are you doing and looking in their eyes and seeing how uh, how they're doing because the eyes communicate a lot so i uh, i think it's uh, it, social media is a good thing, but you can't substitute a real interpersonal uh, connection. And uh, that, that, COVID was a very, very difficult time for so many people. And I think we're still seeing so much repercussions because people weren't able to be together. They weren't able to actually look in each other's eyes. They were uh, isolating themselves uh yeah and there's a lot of uh yeah a lot of psychological impact on on people in general uh because of that uh even today so i think it's been proven over and over in sociology and psychology that uh the personal interaction mm. uh, between people is of high high uh, uh importance yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and as believers, how do we how do we channel or how do we use these to our advantage? How do we, you know, harness the the impact or the the viability of these communication, you know, m- modes uh, to leverage our relationship building to ensure that we're not we're not shying away from in person fellowship because that scripture is all about <laughs> fellowship yeah. breaking bread together and and getting together commonly so yeah. um how do we how do we adjust do we give in? do do we stay strict on uh should we uh, just not should we not promote all other forms of communication, should we strictly say, hey, in-person, 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 in-person? I know that some some ministries have had a challenge adjusting to virtual versus in-person. What's your take on
2: that? Well, I, like I, I said earlier, I, I like social media. I like to, you know, I, I have real in-person fr- friends, but... I see their picture on Facebook because they were at the Minnesota Gopher game, <laughs> you know. So then, when I see them next, I say, "I saw your picture, and uh, <laughs> you know, and looked like you were really cold because it was <laughs> cold out <like>, last Saturday." <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the the social media can be a means for uh, communication in person it can be a means for keeping up with uh, people. so uh, mm-hmm. we can uh, share values but what I don't what I what I have problems with is when people try to manipulate, argue with uh, people on Facebook from a one sentence tweet you know and then all of a sudden you're all over them. You know, yeah. those are uh, there are, are are reasons not to do that. Many good right. reasons not to do that kind of thing. To to use it for to to learn to how we when we are together to connect better.
1: Yeah, all right, but yeah. You are listening to Isaiah sixty one. This is Pastor Solomon. My guest is John Quam, and we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
0: When it comes to Bible teaching, Les Feldick brings straightforward and powerful truths to light.
1: We have to get people to understand what the Word of God says. And so that's what thrills us when we get all these letters that say, I'm
2: understanding my Bible, I'm enjoying my Bible. Listen to Through the Bible with Les Feldick, weekday mornings at 10 on AM 980, The Mission.
0: man and majesty And all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself in
2: Sorry, we'll do restart on that. Sorry about that.
1: Isaiah 61, this is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of Lord Church. We're at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411 and our service times is at 1030 a.m. Every Sunday, join us for a life transforming encounter and great time of fellowship together. Now I have John Quam still here and as we wrap up, um, John, the nuggets that you're sharing very critical. Um, a lot of times we tend to be uh s- centralized in our thinking and in our approach or in our worldview because we're with this denomination or we have, we are Calvinist or, you know, whatever, we are Armenian. We, we stick with those. But Christ is all about breaking barriers and helping us build thriving relationships. Now, speak to someone out there that may be challenged with, you know, sustaining relationships. You know, the grace that God has placed on your life to build lifelong connections. Just uh, speak that, release that to someone listening.
2: Well, I think that uh, the fundamental uh, thing about relationships is love. You know, Love lasts. Love is sustaining. Love is permanent. And so all the things that we have, uh, we remember from 1 Corinthians 13, you know, the mm-hmm. many wet- wedding ceremonies that we've been in. Uh, that, that's the fundamental thing about, you know, so if we want to have love operating in our, our life, we're going to have long-lasting relationships because we're going to care about when someone disappoints us we're going to why why does that happen and how can I re-establish our relationship because I care about that person because I love that person and it's uh, uh, I think that's the fundamental thing is the thing about Jesus is what thing about God himself is that uh, God is love he's love so when
1: you're in a situation where you're conflicted and you you just want to, you know, make decisions, it's okay. It's okay. Just calm down. Let God lead. Let his spirit lead you. And um, when you're coming from a place of love in your heart, God honors that. Mm-hmm. The one thing that um, we, we forget is that we are in pursuit of that perfect union with Christ, mm-hmm. our Messiah. He's our groom, and we are the bride. And like John alluded to, he he did everything for us, and and, and we, we should do everything in our power as the Lord leads us to sustain and build thriving relationships. Um, it's been a pleasure to... to to have you, John, again on this. But, you know, as people go into the holiday season, and I know that, you know, stores are now being decorated with the Christmas um, cheer and and all that, what's your godly counsel to those that are conflicted? How do I stay away from this commercialization of Christmas and all the other things that come with it. How do I remain focused? And make sure that God gets the glory.
2: Well, I, I love the Christmas season. Um, and yes, there's a lot of commercial, uh, commercial uh, commercialism. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff that's about Christmas, but not really about Jesus, not about his coming, uh, but the, thats true of just about all every week and every month of the year. So yes. a lot. Yes. So you yes. can find in the midst of all of that stuff the true story, and and uh, so keep looking for the the true story of God's love, sending His Son uh as a as a baby in a manger in a, manger, in, a yeah. <laughs> in a stall in bethlehem uh the king of the world born yes. as a baby that's uh that's that's really the the story uh that god would do that because he loves us he does and uh yeah uh yeah. So it's there. The story is there. Uh, the world will put a lot of stuff around. Just look for the story. That's all. That's okay. great. I love all the concerts and the yeah. music. That's that's also a, a wonderful part of Christmas.
1: Okay. Well, you heard it from the one and only John Quam, and he's been a voice, a strong force in the Christian community, uh, the Kingdom of God, in the Twin Cities and beyond, and his. Um, very humble about that, but um, you know we celebrate you and the gift that you are to the body of Christ. And now uh, go ahead, and we would have you back as we in the future, right? Next couple months, so we talk about March for Jesus, twenty twenty three, because yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be another great time that we share. Thank you for joining us. Now, you're listening to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon. I've been here with John Quam, the one and only John Quam. And John serves on um, a lot of committees, and he is all about missions and prayer. And he's uh, been one of the bedrocks of you know mission work, outreach, and prayer in the Twin Cities over the last 34 years. And so we celebrate God for you. Keep listening to Isaiah 61, and God bless you. We'll be back. Your way next week again. And this is Pastor Salomon Aquaka from Spirit of Law signing off. Have a great week.